Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we talk about the Word of God and allow to mold our lives. And that's so, so, so vitally important in our day, is it not? As many of you know who are here, who come here every day, I've recently been to two funerals, memorial services of two very godly men whom I loved greatly, who loved me greatly, and who who were servants of the Lord, who were time-tested warriors in the spiritual battle, who were teachers of God's Word, who were devoted husbands, fathers, grandfathers, who lived a life for Jesus Christ, and dare I say, lived life well. Not everybody does that. And when you know someone who really lives life well, it's a treasure. Get around them. Soak up what you can. Catch from them their faith, their love, their habits, their values. You'll be blessed as you do that. I was struck with um, the one thing that struck me was these guys lived a good life. They had something worth living for because they had found something worth dying for. Indeed, as is true of all of us believers who are followers of Christ, we had long, long ago died to self. Jesus talked about take up your cross, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. Whoever wishes to find life, that's what we must do. And Jesus taught this strange paradox that we only find life after we've lost our life. We don't find by getting, we don't get by grasping to ourselves, we find true life by giving. We tr- we find what is life indeed by dying to ourself, taking up our own cross, dying to self, denying self, and truly living for Jesus Christ. That is life indeed. And I'm reminded of how Paul said in 2 Corinthians, Therefore, we have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to the Lord. He, you see, that's what he had discovered. Paul had counted all things loss for the surpassing value of knowing Christ, and he'd suffered the loss of all things so that he might know Christ and share in his fellowship, the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death that he might share in his resurrection from the dead. Paul had discovered the secret. He'd learned this secret of of taking up your cross, dying to self, and finding true life through Jesus Christ. Then he reminds us, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. And indeed, this is the future for all people. There is no exception. Our desire to be pleasing to God, we realize there will be a day of accountability. There will be a day where our deeds will be remembered. I'm sure of these two good friends of mine, there are many, many things that out there in heaven Jesus might be showing them some things they had forgotten all about. I know with me, sometimes people come up and they 
say, say to me, boy, what, you know, this, this is something you did years ago. And they remember things I'd completely forgotten. The good news is, friends, God never forgets the good things you do in his name. He never forgets that person you encourage, that you witness to, that you share with, that you serve, that you love, that you care for. We, we may go on in life and forget it. We may not even realize we did it. And yet God never forgets. And he will reward those of us. And he will recompense others. And so we have as our ambition to be pleasing to the Lord. But not everyone will hear that well done. Not everyone at the judgment seat of Christ. Some of us will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Oh, we long to hear those words. You were faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. That's what we all long to hear. And, and dare I say, my brothers and sisters, that if that's the only commendation, the only reward, the only praise that you ever hear in your entire life, let's say that's enough. It's nice when people encourage us, pat us on the back, thank us. It's nice when we feel like what we did was significant and people express appreciation. But those of us who want to really be heroic, those of us who want to really be rewarded greatly at the judgment seat of Christ, we need to be willing to say, it's enough. I want to live my life if the only one I ever hear that praise from is Jesus. That's good enough. Because sometimes that's the type of courage it takes, the type of faith that it takes. But other people will hear, and we all talk, we all want to hear that. Some people are going to hear the opposite. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 23, Jesus was talking about not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of my father's kingdom. Some people say, Well, Lord, didn't we do these great things in your name? Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we do all kinds? Didn't we go to church? Didn't we, didn't we? Read, didn't we do all these things for you? And Jesus will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. None of us ever want to hear that. I trust none of us on this who come here regularly are going to. I have, I have high hopes for each one of you. A friend of mine sent me this email yesterday. He, he also went to a funeral this weekend, but it was vastly different. And I want to sh read his email, if I could, because it's very touching, and it's something that maybe we should all take from this. Are you ready? He writes me, on Saturday, I went to memorial service for the son of one of my employees. My employee was raised as a Christian and went to Christian schools. However, now he, doesn't, he does not go to church because of something someone did that offended him. Let that sink in. And then my friends comment, doesn't everyone get offended at one point or another? His teenage son passed away a few weeks ago from an unknown cause. The memorial service was as beautiful was at a beautiful church building. The son made lots of friends and was very good at sports and school. He is loved by many. The sad part is that there was no mention of God, Jesus, salvation, church, and especially no mention of hope. This family shared nothing 
that said that they there's the slightest bit of interest in God. Now their son is in a Christless eternity. This had a very profound effect on me. I had a hard time going to sleep that night. I've joined as a leader in our church youth group. I will do my best to say that there will not be any student in my group who does not know about Jesus and the plan of salvation. What a fascinating, so much to take from this one email. I tell students on campus, some who walk away from the Lord, I say, do you realize your decision affects other people? You think it's you say you're willing to go to hell. Do you realize your children may go to hell because of your decision? Indeed, this fella offended by someone who said something that he couldn't get over and he left the church. And now they're they're estranged from God. They're not interested in God. They don't talk about and that their son's funeral. No mention of God. Can you imagine a funeral where there's no mention of God and eternity at all? No mention of Jesus, no mention of heaven, no mention of, wow, and no hope. And all it is is talking about the past and how much we'll miss him. But folks, he's not just lying in the ground. We are eternal beings. We have a soul. Every person's going to be judged. Every person will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And every person will go to one of two places. And if you're not going to heaven, I can see why you don't want to talk about eternity. But this does not need to be anyone's future. To have a to 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 be offended to the point where they walked away from the church. I don't know. I mean, who knows their life? I just have this email to go on. But but evidently didn't talk to their son, didn't teach him about the Lord. And who would have expected him to have died at an of this unknown cause at the age he did? And then it was too late. And it was too late. I applaud my friend for his commitment. I applaud my friend. His soul was so troubled he couldn't sleep well that night. That's love, my friends. That means he loved his employee and he loved that boy that he never, maybe never even met. We don't want anyone to enter a Christless eternity. We don't want anyone to have to not have the chance to know about Christ. My friends, you and I have been entrusted with a priceless message. I stand convicted myself of people I know who I've not witnessed to. Oh, I've lived, I've lived a Christian life in front of them. I've let my deeds say something. I've shined, and they know I'm a Christian, and I, they could come to me if they're interested. But where might God help me be a more aggressive in not in a bad way, but in a kind and loving way. As my friend said, there's not going to be anyone in this youth group that I'm involved with who doesn't know about Jesus and how to get to heaven if they want it. Might that be true also of our friends, our family, our neighbors, our coworkers, that God might give us the wisdom, the courage, the ability, even if we stumble over our words, don't have all the answers, and don't make a perfect presentation, at least if we try. God can use us. Father in heaven, we acknowledge today each one of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. I pray that we would live a life pleasing to you so that in that day we would hear from you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You are faithful. 
you were faithful with what you'd been given, what you'd given us. Enter into the joy of your master. Just want to recommit myself, Lord, to following you faithfully and having as my ambition to be pleasing to you in all that I do. Father, we pray for people who this very day will die. We pray for that family whose son, evidently they never taught him about Jesus. And people are dying around us, Lord, and entering into eternity in a Christless eternity. Lord, I'm inspired by men I know who've gone before me, who lived faithfully, who were good Christian men, who loved you, who loved their wife, loved their children, loved what you've called them to do. They loved people. They loved me. They faithfully served. They kept their hand to the plow. They never turned back. They did what you called, and they ran their course. They finished their race. I want to be that. I want that of me. Lord, I also want to be inspired by those that we know who don't know you, by this other funeral. And might, might we be more dedicated, bold, and encouraged to speak to those who need to hear about you. Help us to love people enough to risk being misunderstood, to risk a friendship, to risk offending in order to tell people what they really must hear. Help us not be deceived into thinking they don't want to hear it. We bless you, this Lord. We love you today. We follow you fully. We give you this day, Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, you're patient. We don't want to abuse that, Lord. We want to become better and better followers of Christ. But We thank you that you're working in each one of us right where we're at. You're transforming us more and more into the very image of Christ. And for this, we give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Folks, thanks for joining with me today. I love you guys. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad I, we have this technology and this ability to share like this and talk, share the Word of God. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. I enjoy seeing some of you. As I'm out, met some people this weekend or saw some people who come regularly and I haven't seen in person quite some time. You know who you are. It was wonderful seeing you, even if it was just for a brief few seconds. So God bless you. If you're new, join our community. Come here every day. Don't be just a, when you feel like a Christian or once a week Christian or just when it's easy to be a Christian. Be committed. It's the consistency that makes us victorious. Consistent faith, consistent feeding our soul, consistent prayer. And if you need, and, and we, let's do it together. That's why I'm here. So God bless you. I love you guys. Make sure and share this with your friends. Make sure you walk in the Lord's victory today. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, help you live a life that's pleasing to him. Because remember, we'll all stand before him someday. You've got something the world didn't give. Don't let the world take it away. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.